This week on Talking Back, part one of a comic book favorite of ours, Day Tripper. Talking Back. Hello, everyone. We're back again, back in studio for another episode. Thanks for joining us. I'm your host, Tim. And with me once again is our part-time co-host, Dean. Yeah, back again. Dean, welcome back. I don't know when I'm going to get promoted to full-time, but... You have a, a spotless attendance record yeah, so far. I just keep coming back for yeah, more. That's great. Uh, you've made the trek again to our studio Yes, here. I love being in studio. Yeah, yeah. yeah so thanks, thanks for coming. Yeah, no Today, problem. we're going to be talking about Day Tripper. And I'm not talking about the 1965 song from the Beatles. It was fantastic. Good one as well, yeah. Good one, yeah. Maybe we can talk about that another time. Yeah, totally. But no, we are talking about a graphic novel. It was 10 issues. They were released between February and November in 2010. So one issue per month. This was written and, and, written and drawn. This is kind of um, irregular for comic books. But this was written and drawn by two brothers. Uh, Fabio Moon and Gabriel Ba. So those are obviously not their real names because they're brothers. And I they, think they might be twins even. They're twins. Yeah, yeah they are okay. Twins. Yeah, so yeah. it's just their, uh, their pen, pen, pen name. Pen names. Uh, there's a name for There's it. a name for it. <laughs> <laughs> they say it in Aladdin. He sings it in the song. <laughs> uh, well, these brothers got, um, they're from Brazil. And they, they got started self-publishing back in 1993. So they had they had some successes along the way, but really you can see that they were grinding it out for, for quite a long time here. 17 years worth of work to get us to Day Tripper, which was, um, you know, it was critically acclaimed for them. I believe it won an Eisner, I yeah. believe it won. Eisner for uh, Best Limited Series, I think is what, what sounds, they call it. Sounds yeah. about right. Yeah. Oh, it's right here on the book. Eisner Award winner, best limited series. <clears throat> oh, yeah. well, Dean's got the book right in front of us, yeah. so we can reference that when needed. Uh, these guys, they're really, really talented, obviously, and they're very successful now. So they're both working together on several um, popular titles at the moment, uh, some such as Umbrella Academy, American Vampire, Hellboy, Casanova, Black Hammer, Wonder Woman. So... They're, they've reached um, a good a good point. Their work is being noticed, and they're being rewarded for the good work they're doing. Yeah, um, this the, I think this book kind of launched them. Um, yeah, I think they did Umbrella Academy before this, mm -hmm. uh, which they just do the art on, and Gerard Way um, writes. Yeah, and it was also a pretty big hit. Um, but at, at that point. You know, they're just being looked at for their art. And then they come out with Day Tripper where they've done both. And that's, I think it's where this book where that kind of launches them into, you know, stardom a bit. Yeah. Yeah. And in a world of comics where you usually have a writer, then you have someone different doing the, yeah. the penciling. Yeah. Yeah. And you have someone else doing the inking. Then you have someone else doing the coloring. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the There's lettering. Just, it goes on and on and on. That's right. Everything's been broken down to yeah. individuals now. Yeah. Where you, you have these guys who are doing three or four of them on each book. Yeah. So significant talent there. Yeah. So this book, it's a great book. It's about real life. It's about life and death and living life 
Yeah. This is not a superhero book or anything like that. This is a straightforward. Um, it's 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 a book about them both um, being a part of life. Living and dying is just all all a part of what is life. Um, you could you could kind of call it a slice of life book, but it's not really that. Like it's it's more than that. Yeah. Um, where a slice of life book is more like this is how regular life is in this moment. And you can enjoy those types of books because you can relate to those simple moments in your life. Uh, this is is that, but with a little heightened a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. A little bit more like, let's take a whole look at your life and what that means. Yeah. Yeah, we watch our main character just go through naturally occurring everyday situations in his life. Just, just yeah. things that you and I would go through. Uh, and we watch him deal with the good and the bad and um it's, it kind of reflects just everybody's life yeah i would say he in this book he goes through things that you and i would definitely remember about our life yes right absolutely. the moments that we would remember about yeah. our life yeah so there's ups there's downs there's happy there's mm. sad there's love there's hate there's success there's failure uh and then there's coming to grips with um mortality really definitely yeah i was gonna save save this part for later on but i think it makes sense just to to say it right out front and this was a quote from fabio moon so one of the one of the brothers who wrote this he said every reference every photo every color and every character everything was made to try to reproduce feelings a feeling that you were alive happy lonely afraid or in love we wanted that feeling that life was happening right there in front of everyone, in front of every one of us, and we were living it. And we did live it. And sometimes we die to prove that we lived. So I think that quote from him, while that appeared at the end of the book, is a really good start for what they were trying to achieve in this book. Yeah, I don't know what it is about being in the studio and talking about either movies or comics but i read that because it's you know it's at the end of the book i read that and i've read this book many times and never quite connected that with sort of every single thing that happens in this book until you just read it again yeah and in my mind it started to really connect um with me what's going on Mm -hmm. chapter by chapter in this book yeah so i can't wait to get into it Mm -hmm. well we could go ahead and do that then so I think the way that we're going to go through this is uh, book by book, really. Sounds so good. they were released as individual books, 10 of them. So we'll go through each book and talk about it, summarize it, and yeah, and see what we think. Yeah, that sounds good. Um, we, we probably have overall thoughts on the book. Should we... We do. Should we go out with that right away? No, um, so I, that, think, okay. I, I think we can get to that early on, but I think we should get through a couple chapters go through first. Th- okay, and sounds then, good start to touch on themes a little bit yeah. at that point. I think that's good because actually the layout of the first couple chapters is quite important. Yeah, that's right. To the book, and it's, it's it kind of takes you by surprise. It does. Yeah, yeah I want us to talk a little bit about yeah, that definitely. too. Yeah, definitely. So, so what do we got with this book? We, we got a, our main character, Braz. Yeah. Braz is his name. I think, yeah, I I think it might be Braz. Okay. But I I say Braz or Braos. I'm not exactly... Right. It's like Portuguese, I think. Yeah, Not exactly is. sure how to say it. I just don't want to uh, you know, say it the wrong way. We're going to say well, it the wrong way. Oh, no, we're going to say it the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, sure. that's what say, I mean. We're yeah. going to say it the wrong way. There's lots of um, inflections here yeah. that we're not going to get. Yeah. 
So we apologize. Sure, yeah, we, we apologize, apologize if advanced. we say it wrong. Yeah. We this is something we probably butcher every episode. Yeah. And we'll continue to do so. <laughs> and we're sorry. So. I think we do. Um, yeah. Feel free to send in the emails to talkbackpod <laughs> sure, yeah. at gmail.com and correct us with anything. Uh, but, so let's let's go with bras. Yeah. We'll, we'll, for for yeah. the purposes of this, we'll go with bras. Yeah. Um, he's our main character. Mm-hmm. He's an obituary writer. Right. By day. Yeah. And one could say a struggling no- novelist by night. For sure. So he he's, wants to break out. He, yeah. he loves writing, but he doesn't want to just do obituaries. He wants to go beyond that. For sure. And we meet his friend, his best friend. Uh, we'll call him George. It's probably Jorge. Jorge. Probably Jorge, yeah. What would you prefer? Um, Let's just, I don't know, do both, I guess. George or Jorge. Sure, yeah, sounds uh, good. Um, we also quickly find out that uh, Bras has a bit of a difficult relationship with his father. Yes. But that he has a really good relationship with his mother. Yes. So early on, I get the feeling that Braz is generally struggling with adulthood and being an adult. And he says something. He says, life's too complicated right now. I can't switch it off, you know. It's all too loud, too grown up. I wanted to write about life, but all I write about is death. Mm. So he's writing about death in his obituaries, right? Yeah. So just day in, day out, he's writing about death. But he doesn't want he doesn't want to do that. He's writing about he wants to write about life. Yeah. And it, it seems like it's starting to weigh him down, and he he's struggling to figure out how to break free of that. Right. Like like you said, uh, sort of the novelist by night, um, an obituary writer by day. He's sort of in that zone where he has a job to pay the bills. He wants to be an artist. He wants to do his thing and write his book about life. But he's got he's got to have this job, and now he feels now that he's when we open up the book, he, it says he's thirty two, he's thirty two, and he feels like you know maybe I'm not quite there. You know, I'm I'm just spinning my wheels in this job. I didn't think I'd be in for this long. I thought I'd have my book written by now. Um, and his father, it, we kind of get right away, is very successful, a successful writer, a successful writer. So he's in his shadow. Um, Plus, he feels like he doesn't have that great relationship, and he feels like he needs to live up to him. Maybe he feels like if he could get that book written, then his relationship with his father could be better. You get kind of that feeling in the first chapter. Definitely. You definitely get the feeling that he's living in his father's shadow. Yes. And struggling with it personally. Yeah. And you brought up a good point about at the beginning of the chapter, they tell us how old he is. Yeah. He's 32. It's also his birthday. Yes. But... Uh, that that's getting overshadowed by the fact that his father is receiving a, a major award, a major writing award. Yes. So he talks to several people before we find out it's his birthday and it's his, I believe his mother who, is it his mother who mentions, or is it his no, his girlfriend? His mother does not mention. Doesn't mention. And on, on the phone, she does not mention and that um, hurts him a little bit mm-hmm. that she doesn't mention. Um, I, I believe it's his wife. His wife. Uh, or Jorge might as well uh, mention it, but uh, yeah, it, it's def- it's not his mother because that conversation kind of hurt him, right? Yeah, and then he he wanted to write, he wanted to get back to his book after that uh, to try to get his mind straight, and he couldn't write anything. Hmm. So he's he's struggling with whether or not he goes to this ceremony for his father, but ultimately decides to go. And the ceremony is being held at a very impressive theater, mm-hmm. the Teatro Municipal. Very black tie event. Very black tie. Yeah. 
Uh, it was a full page out of the, the book. Very, very nicely done piece of art. It, yeah. it really conveyed that this is high class. Very impressive. For sure. So instead of going right in, though, yeah. Ross decides he needs to get some cigarettes. He's yeah. out. Maybe he's a bit early. And he heads to a nearby bar. And at the bar, he meets bartender. And the bartender's name is Jennerino. Mm-hmm. And they just, they chat a bit. And they talk about the restaurant and how, you know, the bartender slash owner came to be at the restaurant. Yeah, because the restaurant's name, um, is it Gennaro's? I think something like that. The yeah. bar's name is Gennaro's. And I think uh, Ross asks him, so are you, oh yeah, are you Gennaro? Right. And he says, no, that's my father. I inherited the bar from him. Mm-hmm. I'm Gennarino. Yeah. And uh, he lets us know that he, in a way, is also living in his father's shadow because he was just expected to take over this restaurant yeah. and to con- continue continue the, his father's name in the family. Yeah. So I got the feeling that if, if he didn't have to do that, he probably wouldn't do that. But he, he feels the weight of that burden. He says something very interesting um, right after he says his name is Gennarino and Braz says, why don't you change the name of the bar? And he says, well, it'll still be his bar. Right. So that he's ultimately in his his father's shadow. He got to the spot where his father was. He owns the bar now, and still he doesn't feel like he did it for himself, right? Because if he changes the name, well, it's still his bar. Yeah. It's just what he did, and I'm just still in the shadow, even yeah. though he's gone. I'm, I'm still in his shadow. The name doesn't matter yeah. as much as the fact that he's keeping this bar open. Yeah. I think Braz here, he bonds in that moment. For sure. He really feels uh validated in his own feelings with his father feeling that he's in his father's shadow because now he's met someone else who is living the same thing is 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 unable to escape from what his father has done ahead of him yeah and ross uh there's some there's some drawings of him and you can tell on his face that he's almost happy happy to be talking to this guy and this goes back to what fabio moon said with with his quote there about how they wanted every every photo, every every character drawing that they did, they wanted you to be able to pull out an emotion from every drawing they did. Yeah. And it's it is really apparent throughout the story. You can really tell what the emotions these characters are feeling. And this was a case where you could tell yeah. Ross was very happy at that moment. For sure. This art is incredible. Um, with those facial expressions and just there'll be so many panels where there's no words at all yeah. there's before in a row where it's just expression and changed expression than someone else's expression mm-hmm. and you can really get a feel for those moments it kind of slows you down yes um to not just fly through and read the words you don't need to you don't need to read it in under an hour you got yeah 10 issues you probably blocked yourself more than that so yeah. you know take your time getting through it and and look at that look at those facial expressions just before you go on i just wanted to connect with um, sort of Braz's emotion in that moment, he might also um, be realizing in his head that if I do write this book that I want to write, does that get me out of my father's shadow? Like, this guy has his bar, and he's still saying it's his, it's just his dad's bar. If I write my book, are they just, now am I just worthy enough? Like, it, it, am I my, am I still my, my own person, or am I just my father's son still? That's a good point, yeah. Yeah, yeah I hadn't thought about that. That's good. So, what happens next is Generino's nephew, Jocko, comes in. Mm-hmm. But he comes in with a gun. 
and he comes in to rob the bar. Yeah. Jocko is having trouble with money. His girlfriend is pregnant again. Yeah. He doesn't have the money that he needs to support his family. So this is what he's decided to do. And he comes over to the bar and just pretty much goes ahead and shoots Generino and kills him. Yeah. And Bross asks why. And Jocko says, you don't choose family. And then he shoots Bross. And that's the end of that first book. And at the end, at the bottom, you get an obituary for Bross. Yeah. So as a first book goes, it's, it's really interesting. It really, really drew me in. Yeah. I was really excited to keep going. I read it in the full graphic novel form. So all I had yeah. to do to keep going was to turn the next page. Yeah. But I could imagine if you're reading it month by month, what could this, be the next this one? would have been a very interesting cliffhanger. Yeah. Because you've been introduced to this main character and now he's assumably just been killed at the end of the first issue. Yeah. I would have had mixed feelings about that. For sure. <clears throat> I would have thought I'm kind of enjoying where this is going and now you you kill him off. I mean, I had that feeling as soon as I read it. I was yeah. like, well, okay, I was enjoying it, but now this guy's dead, right? Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. You're sort of moving to a different character now? For you know? sure. Well, I would have I would have loved it, loved that first issue. Um, probably, you know, reviewed it as my favorite one of the week that it came out, whatever, whatever it was, um, but not known where they were going, but been excited about where they're going. Like maybe yeah. it's going to be a story where we introduce a bunch of characters and get to their tragic deaths. Yeah. Um, that could probably work. Like that could be a nice palate cleanser in your week of reading superhero comics. You just get this nice slice of life book where the guy at the end is tragic tale. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. I just didn't, if, if I was the same as you, I read it sort of in the, the collection version. Um, so all I had to do was turn the next page, but reading it month to month would have been interesting. It would have been an interesting experience. Yeah. So we move to book two. Yes. And interestingly enough, Braz is, he's back. He's back. He's back. And all we had to do was, well, you said we had to turn the page to start reading again we just had to turn the next page to know that he's 21 near that's now. right so he's 21 so, so it's a like, flashback oh, okay yeah right we the first issue is how this man dies right so then we're gonna go visit all the points of his life leading up to that leading up to that right. leading up to that moment and it's that all tra pieces, tragic moment yeah pieces are gonna all you know fit together it's gonna be a sad tale um but that's what we're getting. That's what this book is. That's yeah, what you get. Exactly. So now it, make, now it makes sense. Now, now it makes sense. back yeah. on board. Yeah. All right. Let's go back to some previous years of his life. Yeah. Let's see what happens. Yeah. I'm, I'm exactly. back in the saddle. I'm ready to go. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so this one, it starts out a little bit differently than mm -hmm. the book started. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe mystical in a way, perhaps. What would yep. you say? Um, Dreamlike. Well, he's dreamlike. He's having a dream. Um, he he wakes up. It it's actually pretty interesting because he he wakes up like on on a mountain basically. He had he had done some hiking with uh, with Jorge, um, but it it looks like it's it's a dream. It, it, it's one of those dreams though where you think it's sort of a premonition. Yeah. Right. It's nothing that he had been thinking about before. Right. It's just he feels like he's being spoken to. So what was it? It was 
this uh, sea goddess that was uh, talking to him and telling him, telling him basically about life, right? And, and what it is to live. And this is a, then he wakes up, like this is a dream that he's having and basically tells him to wake up, to go live it. Yeah, she was calling him to her. Yeah. She, she's saying, come to me. Uh, she said, uh, you must come see me. And when you do, bring me something pretty. Yes. Wake up now. Right. And yeah. then he wakes up on the mountain. With right. Jorge. Calling him over. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he's being compelled to go somewhere. So we, we find out that Bross and Jorge, they're just traveling around Brazil, really. Yeah. They're 21. They, um, you know, they're doing the backpacking thing. Yeah. And they're going to all the quiet places in Brazil where people go to rest and relax. Yeah. So they're not looking for the, anything busy, any major cities. They're just looking to chill out, really. And they end up in Salvador. Mm-hmm. And Braz ends up meeting a girl in a boat. He goes for a bit of a swim. Yeah. Comes up to what he thinks is an empty boat. And there's a beautiful woman sitting there. Yeah. And they have some pretty great dialogue back and forth. Yeah. 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 They do. The book is full of great dialogue. Uh, you know, definitely, we're, we're gonna we're gonna explain an overview of this. Yeah. But the meat and potatoes is in the things that we're not even really gonna cover. It's the the small oh, yeah. the small moments in this book that are yeah. they're so great. So they they somehow um, the words really make you relate to what's going on. Yeah, where like just to we'll, we'll get back to this, but that just reminded me back in the first chapter where he. I think it is his wife who first is the one to yeah, say so. happy You'd birthday right. or like, like how come did anyone mention your birthday yet? Just to acknowledge it. And he basically says like, yeah, thanks. I gotta go. I got work to do. And he hangs up the phone and then there's sort of this box of, uh, of, of, uh, sort of inner, it's not really inner thoughts. It's more narrative that says like, Ross doesn't know why he was so short with her. Like mm-hmm. he doesn't know why he was so rude. And we've had those moments all the time, right? right. Where you're just, you're in this bad mood yeah. and someone's calling you just because they love you yeah. and you're just like, yeah, okay, I got to go. Mm-hmm. Like, why did I do that? Why right. was I like that? I can't really, I, I should have been better in that moment. Yeah. And so it's just like those little pieces where it's like, I get this guy. That's I right. I feel this guy. They connect with you yeah. on a human level in, in yes. so many different ways yes. in this book that I found myself just, I was compelled to keep reading because it was definitely so relatable. Yeah. Everything was so relatable. Yeah. So they, the two of them hit it off. Bross and Olinda was her name. Mm-hmm. They, you can tell that, you know, they both kind of might like it to go a little bit further. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but Bross, he explains that the way that their travel plans are set up, it's just to, to move fast, to stay short, move fast. So they want to see as many things as possible. Yeah. They don't want to spend any amount of time anywhere. Yeah. So for that reason, he just doesn't see anything happening here. Right. Uh, they just, you know, they're, they're leaving the next day. He's basically, he's basically doing this trip for these quick, amazing moments, right? So getting on the boat and talking to her in that moment, that's kind of enough for, for what he's looking for. Right. Just to have that cool moment with this, yeah. you know pretty girl and then he can go tell jorge about it and then they're gone that's like that's the moment he needs right there um but he asks her to hang out yeah well well, she tells him before he asks her that she tells him that if you travel too fast all you're going to see is a blur Mm. and you'll really never meet anyone interesting yeah which is such a fantastic point for sure right because it's true so you can see a lot of stuff but what's what's really important is it seeing a lot of stuff or is it connecting with people along the way it's 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 like the it's like life, right? Like, is yeah. it is it 
is it the like the are you enjoying the journey or are you just trying to get to different parts that you're looking for like i'm i'm yeah. i'm i just want to get done with university so i can get for sure my great so career get a job and, yeah and get a great house and a car but are you enjoying the steps along the yeah. way that really that may comprise that yeah. journey i gotta get this job and my job is just a countdown to retirement like i just have to hit that number and all yeah. i'm doing is looking until i get to that number that's all that matters but or are you enjoying your job are you doing something in your job where you know you can there's there's other, probably other people there you know are you connecting with them are you making friends with them are you yeah enjoying things along the way not yeah. just getting the things that's right enjoy getting the things so his outlook here is flawed in that regard right yeah. because we, we all know that it doesn't work out great just to look for these yeah you know moments in your life and just try to work to that towards that and not enjoy everything that's happening because those yeah. those are the moments that are important or the yeah. the stuff in between yeah right that's the, that's the majority of the time right these things that happen like the first time you graduate from high school it's just a it's a moment it's a sliver yeah. in time right these Things that you look forward to, they're just there's moments in time. Whereas the the bigger chunk of of your life is spent in these other maybe slower dollar moments that seem are seemingly dull, sure. but you yeah, know, comprise the majority of, of the time. Yeah, so you gotta you know do something, slow it down to do something to enjoy those moments because they're gonna be most of your life. Yeah. So after hearing that, I guess it. It works. It, mm -hmm. it it convinces him. You know what? <clears throat> That's not a bad idea. Because he says on there, I'm not sure why I asked her. He's like, but those words just came out of my mouth. Yeah. Like, do you want to come yeah. shopping with us? Yeah. Or he invites he invites yeah. Alinda to the market with yeah. him and, and Jorge. Yeah. So they uh, they go to the market. They're having a bit of a chat. Bros is trying to <clears throat> get a bit of information from her. What she does for a living. He asks what her dreams are, and. Alinda explains to him that her job won't tell him who she is or what she wants. Yeah. So she and, she seems like a very kind yeah. of philosophical, deep thinker, yeah. very intelligent, very smart. Yes. Uh, very for grounded. Sure. Yeah, which is again very interesting because he has a famous father who is a writer. His father's famous for being a writer. So to him, his dad is like a writer tells him everything about his dad. He's famous. He's Everyone knows who he is, and he can change lives with with his word. Um, so he wants to know, you know, what do you do? Tell me, tell me what your job is, and that'll tell me everything I need to know about you. And she's saying, no, 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 it's not, it's not this this thing I do to make money. That's not who I am. That's not my life. You don't know what I like on the side. Um, yeah, it's really cool for her to. This is very realistic for how a 20, yeah. 21 year old would be behaving. Though, totally. right? At twenty one, you're just like, well, I just got to do this, this, and this. Let's yep. go as fast as we can. Let's go to this. Let's Check go to boxes. 10, yeah. 12 places in this uh, two week vacation. For Let's sure. do all yeah. this stuff. And because yeah. um, we did it, it's natural. So we you did don't it, know any better at that time. Yeah, and then when I'm thirty, I can say, oh yeah, I did that. Right. I went to all those places. Yeah. But did you enjoy those? Like, did you see anything in those places, or yeah. was it all just a blur? Like right. she says. Yeah. She's trying to slow him down. You know, she's trying to yeah, basically... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, say, you know, you got to enjoy these things. They're not all just labels on things. It's not like, I've been to this place, I have this job, right. this is who I am. Right. It's about it's about experiencing those moments. That's who you are. Yeah, and she points out that Jorge, who's with them, uh, is just... He's completely wrapped up in photography and taking yeah. pictures of the surroundings. And he's taking 
he's he's taking so much time and details just to capture what he's seeing and he's not he's not really trying to to rush much he's just enjoying where he's at and, and what they're doing yeah i like this a lot he's taking pictures of like a bottle of hot peppers yeah so it's kind of nothing yeah that he's he's where, capturing where i feel like bross in this moment would be taking a picture of the entire market yeah you know i went there this is where we were right where jorge is sort of all the way into one thing that's on the shelf because that interests him like yeah. that's cool that's what he wants to remember that's right so Alinda again with her wealth of intelligence she points out to Braz that Jorge is living in the moment uh, his passion is for photography and it's through that passion and yeah. his photos that he's going to be able to share his dreams with people mm, yeah so it's it's not in in the journey is where he's able to show who he is yeah I like that yeah me too she's um, cool I like her she's very cool and it kind of always ties back in my head to you know, Bross's final goal of being like this famous writer, like his father, where I think she's trying to say, if you don't experience these things, you can never be that. You'll never hit that because it no one's going to enjoy what you have to say unless you have things like you've experienced have things to say. Um, he's probably in his writing also too focused on the things like just hitting the moments instead of you know, drawing it out and getting the experience of it. That's very true. We don't get anything from the book about, like about his, no. what his novel is about, Nothing. what he's trying to write, what yeah. he's trying to achieve. We just get that it's not going so well for quite a long time. Yeah. So that's a really good point that his novel and his writing would 100% reflect who he is and the way that he yeah. is living and thinking about And it his seems life. like he's a guy who just checks boxes, right? He's just has these things where he's like, I, I need to reach that. Mm -hmm. I need to do this travel. I need to write this book. I need to get this job. Right. Um, he's not a guy who is sitting in the moment. So Olinda asks Brass what his dreams are. Uh, but Jorge interrupts and says, he dreamed about a woman calling him into the ocean last night. <laughs> <laughs> Which is kind of... Would be a bit of an embarrassing moment totally. for Braz. Just he's a trying... great best friend moment <laughs> yeah, exactly. right there. <laughs> like, exactly. Exactly Just what you want. completely embarrassing him on his first date with this beautiful woman. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. So I'm sure that I'm sh I can picture the look on Braz's face right now. Just oh, yeah. The, the embarrassment that the totally. the brothers would have conveyed in the in the picture would have been yeah. so good. Yeah. Well, you've got the book there. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah. Time for break. Linda explains to them that it was now here's here's another going to be a butchered interpretation of what this word oh, okay how, yeah. it, how it should be pronounced but yeah. I'm just going to say orixa okay yeah yeah she says that's an orixa yeah. uh, the spirit of the water goddess of the sea protector of the fishermen the next day is her day and there's a big celebration on the beach so having known nothing about what an orixa is I like to start to dig down into what that is understanding yeah. those things which is clearly it's an important part of the book mm -hmm. and having known nothing about it i wanted to learn a little bit more understand a bit more to help me right. understand the book yeah so uh Rick says they're in um 
the Brazilian culture, they are div- the divine forces of nature. Okay. So Oryxes can be found in both traditional and contemporary cultural life. For both the devotee who has undergone a strict initiation process as well as for the initiated who looks to this tradition for spiritual inspiration and connection to the cosmic world. There are multiple Oryxes. Okay. Um, there's Oxalia, corresponds to the air that we breathe. Mm. Uh, Oya is the winds. Lamanja is found in the oceans and on the beaches. So they make reference to Lamanja yeah, in this yeah, one. Right. Uh, in a little bit. Oxum can be found in the rivers and waterfalls. Oxosi is the hunter. Ogum, the warrior. Uh, Osame, who rules the sacred leaves. And there's more. There's okay, a whole bunch yeah. of these. So that helped understanding because they mention Oryxa and Lamanja. Yeah. And I, I didn't know if they were one and the same or, right. or what it was. So there's a bit of a level there. Yeah. Yeah. So Lamanja is uh, queen of the oceans and is the mother, the mother of all the Oryxas. She's okay. like the, the first. Yeah. Uh, she protects all fishermen and ensures them a safe return to their shores. Uh, she's calm and nurturing. And on New Year's Eve in Rio de Janeiro, her devotees ask for her blessing with gifts of white flowers at her shores. Okay. She dances, mimicking the waves of her oceans. Her colors are translucent white and blue or green. And ceremon- the ceremonial greeting, if I can... If I can read this right, it looks like Odalale, Odalale, mm-hmm. which is funny for me because my son Jude is just about turning five and he's currently watching the Robin Hood Disney movie. Oh, yeah. And they had, yeah. there's a song in there. Right. It's Odalale, uh, Odalale, golly, yeah. what a day. Yeah, yeah. So when I was reading this and trying to pronounce it, I was like, is that Odalale? <laughs> Ah, uh, so I can't escape Udalali right now. It's 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 in everything that I'm doing. That's a great Disney film, man. It, yeah, it's fantastic. So that's a bit about a bit bit about the Arixa and okay. La Manja that we, yeah. we get to. So I feel like I've been talking a lot. So do you want to? Yeah, move us just, along a little bit. Yeah, I was just gonna say I can jump in and sure. and take off from here, but um, just to sort of wrap up this one chapter, um, they they meet on this. Uh, they decide to meet on this night where I, I guess the next day uh, is where they present the the gifts to um, Lamanja. And so they're going to meet on the night before. They decide that uh, that that they're not going to go out like sort of in the, at dawn when everyone is out there. Um, the girl he's with likes to go before that and sort of present her gifts before that, not to be with the crowd. Uh, so they go out and they meet and she puts down these two little dolls into the basket um, that she's going to send out the next day. They're going to send out to sea with all the flowers. And they were tied together. And they're tied together. Yeah. And uh, makes a wish. And he asks, Braz asks her what uh, she wished for. And she kisses him. And then basically the next scene is them, you know, in bed. And then he wakes up. In bed making the love. In bed making the love. Making. Having, having the love making. Having the they love. Were, they proceeded in the art of love making. Yes. And then he gets a quick flash start of the dream he had before. Um, of this, this woman in the sea saying, come and find me, I'm waiting for you. 
Wakes who, who that is, that is LaManja. Yes. That we know now. Is. Yes. So he wakes up in bed. She's gone. Uh, Braz gets up and just kind of goes to, goes to the sea, walks over to the basket, sees the basket where the two dolls are in, and uh, goes with the man who's kind of going to bring that basket out to sea and offer that up. Um, and he just kind of gets in the boat with them, and that man unties the two dolls from each other. Yeah, he says something which is really interesting to me. Yeah, he, he when he says, says, you are not one. Yes, he says, you are yeah. not one, not like this, and he unties the dolls. Yeah. He says, you are two. Yeah. It's time. Yeah. Yeah. And then puts it... So that was weird. It's very weird. It's very weird Didn't that make sense. he would know... Okay, also this man is, he's hes casting a shadow or something. He's ghost-like. I don't know if you remember the panels. But he's... Uh, well, he was, was he white? Like, well, in white garb? He, well, he, he's, he's in, he is in white garb, but he's, every time he's on the page, he's, he's kind of like got a ghost. Oh, yeah, show, show he's got me. like a ghost-like background to him. Like he's moving like a blur. Oh yeah, okay. Almost he's, like he's got a this sort smoke of, or spirit. Yes. Almost like a tracer following him. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So yes, every time that. he's kind of on, on the in the panel, he's got that kind of following him. Yeah. Um. So it seems like to me, I'm already thinking this guy's sort of you know mystical. He knows maybe more than one one would know. Um. Yeah. Then says it is time, and they place the baskets in the water, and. This is a strange one. We you flip the page and we get the obituary. Well, we get some bubbles. Yeah. You, you get a panel with water and some air bubbles. Well, you, yeah, you get a panel where the, the man is standing in the boat alone. Yeah, Braz is gone. Braz is gone. And we see air bubbles underwater. So, And then you get the obituary. So Braz has again seemingly been killed. Yeah, it says he drowned. It says he, he, he drowned it. In this, uh, in this event, uh, many people have drowned before. That's what the obituary said. Yeah. It says that, I think it made a, maybe even a statistic that this amount of people every year drowned in these in these ceremony. Yeah. I, yeah. Would, I would assume because it's there's a lot of alcohol involved, drugs and oh, alcohol. Yeah. It's a big, it's a big party. Boats, yeah. It's a big party and the, the whole water. point of the party is to go out to sea and offer up things. So you could fall out of those boats. And so, then, yeah. So we don't know what happened, but... But now we're confused. Yeah, now, we're, now I'm, I'm confused. Now he died. Now he's dead at 21. He's dead at 32 and dead at 21. Now it doesn't so make now, sense. So now we're back to the point where we're saying, well, what's, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, well, I was mad at you at the end of chapter <laughs> book one for this exact same reason. Yeah. And now you're making me angry at you again, guys. Yeah. Come on. So what's going on? So then the next chapter, though, we flip the page. and the next chapter, chapter three, he's 28. 28. Now we don't know what's going on. No. But the first page is... Um, Alinda. The first page of the chapter is Alinda, and she says, I hate you, piece of shit. And then we turn the page and we see Bros. Yeah. 28. So it's been, it's been seven years. Yeah. Um, so he's been with Alinda after seemingly drowning. He's yeah. been with her for seven years. Yeah. And now she's just right. not in it anymore. So because, off. yeah, because, because it was, went 21 to 28, sometimes like, Someone could be thinking in this moment that 
well, maybe this is the moment he decided to be an obituary writer. Maybe he almost died. Maybe he had a near-drowning experience, and he's like, this is my obituary. This is what I'm Mm going to write for that. Mm -hmm. And then we carry on. So I'm still, I'm a little confused, but I'm like, okay, I'm going to roll with it here. It's, it, it is, as confusing as it is, it is starting to get fun. Yes. The, these whole... Because you start to think. Yeah. You're like, did he even die in that first chapter? Yeah. Like, is he never dead? Or is it just that they're going to tell me that's where he, you know, found what he wanted to write about? Right. Or whatever it is. Like, I'm confused, but I'm also intrigued. Right. I think an important thing to point out is we never see a definitive death. I mean, we never see a dead body. We don't see, we don't see a dead body, and in the ch- in chapter two, we just see air bubbles. Yeah. So that doesn't mean that he he died. All we have is we're, the obituary. Yeah, we're assuming that based upon some sort of accident or event happening, and then seeing an obituary, we're putting two and two together that he's dead. Yeah. But that might not be the case. Yeah. So at. 28, uh, we realize he's had this fight with Alinda, and they have broken up. Um, He basically says that, I I like this moment, he says that when she said, I hate you, you piece of shit, that that wasn't the last thing she said, but in his mind, that was the last thing she said. Like, they they argued a bit more after that, but that's what really stuck in his mind, is that she hates him, and, you know, that he's kind of worthless to her. Um, they They have this sort of big fight about his career and what what her life is with him. Um, and she wants to do something more with her life. She didn't just want to settle down and be, you know, housewife to him. And they were in a small apartment. They were in a small apartment that he clearly hadn't hit it big yet. Yeah. He's, I think again, he's trying to be his dad. He's trying to get that same relationship, have that wife who's just at home. Um, and she didn't like it. She didn't like the small apartment. She didn't like that life. She didn't like him going to work and not doing exactly what he wanted. Um, and so she left and he is in this chapter, he is struggling with that feeling. Um, and I think we've probably all had, um, a a feeling of being down like that where, Oh, for sure. Where it's just like, whether it's a girlfriend or a friend or just some falling out you've had with someone where, you're just feeling like as low as you can be in that moment. Yeah. I liked what she said when she was lighting him up. She said that she, uh, she hates that she wasted seven years on him. Mm -hmm. And she also says when they met, she wished for Lamanja to keep them together. Mm. And then they show a panel of her tying the dolls together. Yeah. But that man in the boat had untied them. Right. For some reason. Yeah. So it's it's it was really interesting for me. Like, what is that guy? Like, what? Like you mentioned, totally. there's some sort of a some spirit, sort of spirit or something. Or, yeah. It was very very weird, and it st- started to get a little bit eerie. There, like, what is going yeah. on? Like, here? he knows how the story's going to turn out, and yeah. he knows that you're not going to be together. Yeah, and I didn't pick pick up all this the first time. Yeah, you know, I had to go back and start to dig into some of this stuff. But the first time, I was really just taking the ride of oh yeah <clears throat> of what was happening book to book for sure. This. So this, this chapter, um, it's funny, I like, we'll definitely get to more of this in the end, but I, I've read this book a number of times and I've read it at different times in my life and different chapters in this book have been my favorite, depending on what time I am in, in my life. So the first time I ever read this book was getting out of a long-term relationship. And this chapter was my favorite because this chapter was, you start out with how hurt he is from it and 
how much he he doesn't even really know what to do. Like he kind of feels lifeless. Um, doesn't doesn't know where to go because he had a plan. Especially Bros, who's a guy who makes a plan. He had a plan. He got the girl. He's been with her for seven years. So like this is probably he's got these future plans now, and he knows where they're going, and she's part of them. And he doesn't really know what to do with himself. And then he, you know, he talks with his friend. His friend tells him to move on. And then he gets this great moment where he makes eye contact sort of with another woman and realizes, oh, I can, I can go on. Like, yeah, he's at the grocery store. Essentially what I gathered was he has love at first sight. Yeah. He has a love at first sight moment. Yeah. Which, uh, which, which is interesting because in the chapter, in the middle, um, one of the, I gotta keep backtracking, keep backtracking. This is what the book lets me, <laughs> makes me do. Yeah. Back to the first, the very first chapter. One of his first obituaries is about a man who had 90-something lovers in his life um, and always painted them, but always called the painting Lola. Just this idea that he's always just, there's there's actually one woman for him and he's always just seeing that woman in, in all these other women. Sure. Um, and then he goes and in this chapter and looks at that man's paintings and the paintings are saying, I hate you, piece of shit. It's like, like to him. That he sees the word bubble come out of them. So every woman he's seeing is just his, is Olinda. Every woman he's seeing is this, someone who's saying, I hate you piece of shit. He can't get past that. Mm. So making this eye contact with this woman in the bakery and sort of having not, not having that reaction is a really big moment for him. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So they're staring at each other Mm -hmm. and you can tell that there's a mutual, uh, a mutual affection there. Yeah, again, a entire two pages of just looks back where and forth. there there's four words right. on the entire two pages. It's just looks back and forth, and it's so good. It's excellent. Yeah. Uh, so Bross, he he pays for stuff and he leaves, and he's kind of out in like he's out on the street. So there's cars and traffic. Yeah. This is the this is where I find myself for the first time starting to look for a death to come. For sure, I I, th- I think that yeah. there might be a reoccurring theme here that yeah. maybe he's gonna die again. Yeah. So because now that's one of the things in our head. It's in right? it's in our head for sure and at this point. I think yeah. I think at this point they immediately start to play with it. Oh yeah. Because he's out in in traffic and there's cars and he's oh yeah walking he's crossing across the, street. the crosswalk. Yeah. So I start for the first time to find myself kind of looking for when he might get killed. Yeah. Totally. This was, so the first time I read through this book, this was like one of my favorite pages was when he's just kind of walking across the street and he's getting, he's thinking about this woman and he's thinking like, oh wait, like this is what my friends have been telling me. This was my father has been telling me for years that um, we we're all just out here for those moments that won't fade from our memory. Like we're all just out there to experience things. And he's saying, like, these moments that we search for, and he said, I, fi- I finally found one, or did it find me? Like, mm. the, this moment that I had this eye contact, this is special. Like, this isn't what I felt before, mm-hmm. um, so I need to do something about it. Yeah. That's so when he turns around, and he's like, I'm going to go run and find her. I love it. I yeah. love that he decided he's going to, in this moment, he's yes. going to go back. He's going to tell her how he feels. Yes. He felt there was a connection. He's not going to be passive anymore. Yeah. He's going to grab the moment and go for it. Yeah. 
So yeah, it turns around and just starts running back to her, and I'm, yeah. it's exciting. You're like, it's, wow, this is so great. Exci- this guy's he's so he's happy. going for it. Yeah. yeah, he's so happy. Yeah, he is so happy running Go back. Go get there. her. Yeah, he's proud of himself. He, it's almost like he's turned a new a new leaf that he can finally do this. Yeah, yeah, and he gets smoked by a car. Yeah, yeah, and right before he gets smoked by the car, he says this. This is it, he thought. The moment where life truly begins. Turn the page, hit by a car. Boom. Hit by a car. Yeah. And then we get the obituary again. Another so now, obituary. now we got the hang of it. Right? At yeah. this point, we're like, okay. We know what's going on This now. guy's dying at the end of every chapter. Every chapter. Doesn't matter what his age is. Yeah. He's, he's dying. Not really sure what it's about, what's yeah. going on. But this, this is how it's going to be told. I'm going to yeah. get some big moment in his life. He's going to die at the end of it. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Is that what seems to be happening each chapter is that something, a major type of milestone, yeah, or major personal experience that occurs in your life, perhaps even only one time, yes, occurs, and then he dies. Yeah, and they could be very small moments. Like there's yeah. two in here that are big. Mm-hmm. There's there's one of, um, you know, sort of this one of deciding that you love this girl and you're going to run and go go talk to her like making that choice that you've never made before yeah um so that's you know that's a big moment the other moment um sort of being that he he was going to break his plan um for the in the second chapter he wasn't going to go hop hop city to city and then be back for an interview he already broke his plan and stayed an extra day there Mm -hmm. so maybe that was the first time he had kind of not gone by schedule well for that for that chapter too i think that that was his first sexual encounter for me i never thought of that he's 21 that's he had sex with alinda so for me it was it was losing his virginity that's 100 what that is for sure because it happened he dies like right after that after waking up you yeah. know so that's yeah that's 100 percent. but you're right is. there are yeah. there are large moments and smaller yeah. moments yeah. but uh what remains the same throughout is regardless of large or small yeah. they're extremely important to bras yes and to his life yes so whether we look at it as a large or small totally. moment the smallest ones are very large to him yeah and the, like even going to the first chapter where it seems like, what's the moment there? What's the moment in where he dies there that had happened? It was basically just realizing that you, you don't pick your family and you know, am I just always going to be in my father's shadow? Like exactly. if I do what he does, am I being my own person? Yeah. Um, and that's the moment for him. He just yeah. starts to think about family. Like maybe, maybe he's just my father. Yeah. Maybe I don't have to worry about him being my idol. Yeah, maybe I, he can just be my dad. Yeah, I think he understood that not only is it natural to be overshadowed sure. by yeah. a successful father, but that doesn't have to be the, the way that it always is, right? Yeah. You can you can there can be a way out. So get it and getting the thing that your dad has doesn't make you happy necessarily. Right. Right? Where that where that guy got the bar. But it's, he, he's saying, eh, it's still, he'd rather not have it. Yeah, I'd rather, exactly, rather not have it. I'd rather yeah. not have had to do this. Yeah. I'd like to be my own person. That's right. Um, so, yeah, this is, now I'm just, like, so on board. Yeah. Right? I'm like, okay, yeah, give me more moments of his life. Yeah. Uh, that's the end of the third book, and then we move on to the fourth book. Uh, so the fourth book, he's 41. Mm-hmm. So this is the oldest we've seen him yep. so far. And... He's married to 
the woman in the grocery store. Yes. Right? So They're having a baby. Out. He got killed. I mean, yeah. She seemed to <laughs> she still okay love him anyways, yeah, she and she married him. I mean, it, op- <laughs> it opens up, and he is running back and forth in his house. So that that uh, accident didn't paralyze him or anything. No. Nope. So that's good. He recovered nope. great. Yeah. No, he's all good. Yeah. Well, what's happening is that his wife is pregnant, mm-hmm. and they're on the way to the hospital. Hey, big moment. Huge moment. It's going to be another big moment. having your first child. Yeah. Right? So kind of right away they give it to us that that's that's Mm -hmm. happening. Mm -hmm. But he gets a phone call from his mother. Yeah. Right? He gets a phone call from his mother as he's out of the house. Right. So he doesn't doesn't answer it because they're on the way to the hospital. Yeah. Uh, So he he doesn't get it, but it goes to voicemail. And then I believe when he's at the hospital, he calls the voicemail and gets it. Is that right? Uh, no, what, what happens is, so it's, it's kind of just like it, the, the action in those first couple pages is so like, well, well paced that it's like, as soon as like they're outside doors, doors close, they kind of go back to the apartment, phones ringing, answering machine. And you get sort of this answering machine. That's his mother that says something's happened to your father. So we know that he doesn't know he's at the hospital. Right. Um, and he's actually just calling the doctor. I don't really know. Maybe in Brazil, like you have your own. I, I don't know. I haven't had a baby. Maybe you have your own doctor. I think you can have your own doctor okay. come come yeah. in. I think that's a thing. I don't know if that's a thing anymore. Right. I think that used to be a thing. It was like if you have your you family can, they're just doctor, on call, they're right? on call. And, and they can come in. Yeah. So I think if you're having a baby, yeah. they'll be like, okay, we're having the baby. Okay, we'll meet you there. We'll take care of it. But it's, it's not like that anymore. Yeah. So he goes to call the doctor, but he just needs to go outside to do it. And his mom's out there. Right. And his mom is waiting outside and he is just sort of a little confused in this moment saying, you know, what are you doing at the hospital? Yeah, she met him. Seems like she met him. She somehow seems knew like that she knew he somehow. had the baby yeah. and she yeah. met him there. But yeah. that's not the case. Um, what has actually happened is his father has passed away. Yeah. So you kind of get a couple big moments here for him, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's the loss of his father and the birth of his son, yeah. which is a um, unique circle of life Definitely. moment yeah. in the book. And it's interesting that his his father dies before his wife has actually given birth. So I would say he's feeling all the sadness of his father dying because he actually doesn't have that yeah. He doesn't have that physical thing to be happy about yet. Yeah. So he has all that he's carrying all that sadness but trying to hide it from his wife because he doesn't want to bring that into this and, and sort of um you know step on the moment. He wants this to be a great moment. Yeah. Um, but there's kind of great pages where he's stand. There's like a great page where he's standing by her side and they're like his wife. Um, she's in, she's in the hospital bed. They haven't had it yet, but she's like getting close and the panels are all dark in the background. Mm-hmm. Like that's him. He's, he's in that moment. He's there, but there's nothing else. Like yeah. he, there's, he's not bringing anything with him. He's just thinking about how do I get through this moment? Yeah. Everything just well, feels like for sure how it, it would actually be. You yeah. Know, he'd be so, you don't know what to do at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> we we flash back to the uh, magnificent Teatro Municipal here. And it's apparently after that initial speech of his father's yeah. that he went to. Yeah. So, but hold on. He's dead. He didn't make it to that speech, right? Yeah. Didn't he go to the bar and get shot? Right. But now he's talking to his father after the speech. Yeah. And my favorite moment... In this, he's talking to his father after his speech, and his father is like, oh, happy birthday, son. Yeah. He didn't forget. No. 
He's got a big day too. Yeah. And then you get another one of those shots that just bras face. Mm-hmm. And he's just like got a little smile on his face. Yeah. He had he had decided when he was at that bar, if he if he was at that bar, yeah. He decided that, yeah, you know what? It's a big day for my dad too. I'm being a little selfish, maybe just thinking like, oh, he didn't even wish me a happy birthday. Yeah, but you could tell that's all he really wanted was just that moment. All he wanted he was got that it. Moment. He got there and he just he just decided, you know what, maybe I'll just go support my father. He gets there and that's when he gets the happy birthday. Mm-hmm. Because when they're together, when when his when his dad was he knew he was coming to yeah. the event and he was gonna wish him happy birthday when he was there. Right. And then you cut back to the hospital and he's, you know, Braz is just so, so sad in those, in those moments. Yeah. Yeah. But he has a baby boy. Yep. Right. And, uh, his, his wife needs him to go back to their house to, to get something. Yeah. Or it's to, no, it was to. He didn't know it is to get something. It's to get a doll. But it was from their parents' house, right? Yes. So it wasn't their, it wasn't their apartment. It was to go to their parents' Was it his? Was it the mother that w- wanted something? Oh, she had something that she wanted them to have. Is that it? See yes. If you can, see if you can find it. Yes, there. it's. I think it was the mother sent she, him. The mother to, had got something for the baby. Yeah. Oh, sorry, sorry. The father had got something for the baby. Okay. And so the mother sent him to their place. To their place to get it. Right. So he yeah. goes to their place. Yeah. He goes in. Uh, so obviously he's feeling um, very traumatized. Yeah. Goes in, goes down to his father's study where his father spent countless hours writing and kind of where he saw his father at the most. Yeah. And bras. And where he saw his father be great. Right. That's where the, that's where the magic happened. Yeah. It was in that room. Yeah. It was a great room. That's where his father was great. Yeah. 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 And bras goes in and has a heart attack. Yeah. And dies there. We know what we're in for, right? Move to the next chapter. Let's get another big moment in his life. Yeah, let's get a big moment and then let's watch him get killed. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> how's, how's that going to happen? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this chapter, very interesting. He's 11. Yeah. So he's a child. Yeah. It's the first time that we're getting um, that aspect of he's it. He's not going to die if he's 11, right? He's not going to well, die at the end of this. You know, I seeing, seeing that he was now a child, and I kind of felt that it was probably going to be coming, but seeing that he was a child... Um, and knowing how this book is going, I started to get a little bit uncomfortable here. Yep. I started to feel like what this is, is going to get what is this going to be? Um, yeah. This one's going to be emotional. Yeah. Just if we're gonna if we're in store for seeing a child get killed here, this yeah. this might get a bit heavy. So totally. But he's um, he's at his grand grandparents' ranch on the countryside. Yeah, it's kind of like a farm slash yeah. ranch. This, I loved this chapter. Oh, it was I mean, so good. This hits hard for us because we would go to a farm yeah. as kids, right? We yeah. have relatives that have a farm. So this whole idea of the cousins getting together and just going off in just the field running and doing around. something, you don't even know the parents exist anymore. Yeah. Just having fun, running with the the um, wildlife that's there like this was our childhood it was yeah it was a safe place yeah you, you just you could run around you could be you, it was the place where all day long you were just being a kid yes you would just you would run you'd play tag yeah you'd play hide and go seek yeah you'd lose track of the other people you'd have to go find them yeah uh it was just a wonderful wonderful so time fun. and yeah. you can tell how much fun these kids are having and they say it. They loved going. I think they went um, something like every second weekend. They'd go up to the ranch, yep. and for one week out of the summer, they'd go for the whole week. 
and cousins would come and uh, uncles and aunts and grandparents were all there. They'd have big meals and big feasts. And you could just tell how much fun they were having. It was just great. It was a great, great chapter. Yeah. Um, And amongst all that, Bross, as an 11-year-old, he ends up having his first kiss in a game of hide-and-go-seek. Yes. It was... It was such a pure moment. Oh right? yeah, it was, it was just, so innocent. It was. It's him and yeah. him and a girl end up hiding in the same spot under a tree. Yeah, and it seemed like he just made the decision that he was he was going to kiss her. And yeah, he just kind of leans over and gave her a little innocent kiss, and yeah. then jumps up and runs off. Runs and off. Yeah, because they're kids. So, yeah, yeah, it was so adorable and yeah. so sweet. So really, the that was the whole chapter. It was just seeing them, yes. seeing all the joy that they had as kids at this ranch. Yeah. And, and, and a good moment where he kind of sees his father, right? Yeah. His, that's where his father liked to get his, uh, his liked, thoughts out. I like that a lot. His father's sitting by a tree and Bras as a 11 year old comes up and his father has a notebook open that is empty. And he says, why is it empty? Like, why, why haven't you written anything? And his father basically says something along the lines of, um, you know, that's why we have to go to the bathroom outside here. Like, they have plumbing. We have running water, but we don't want to waste it mm-hmm. on on going to the bathroom. We have a limited amount. Mm-hmm. He's like, I have a limited amount of creativity. I can't waste it. Mm-hmm. I can't fill up this page right now to waste it. I sit here with an open book, and I collect my thoughts. Yeah. And then, when I'm ready, I put it on the page. Yeah. Um, so, I thought that was interesting to get into his process, and maybe Bross for the first time seeing how that writing works as a child. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good moment. Yeah, Bras just before that, he was just squatting beside a tree. Yeah. Taking a dump. <laughs> and that's why he went up to me. He's like, why are you going to poop outside? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was funny. I don't think I caught that he was actually taking a shit there the first time. Yeah, I definitely didn't catch it the first time, but he's just he's, he's pooping by a I rock. I thought he was just kind of squatting. Yeah. But he's got a roll he's of toilet paper, paper in his hand. hand. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So they all, you know, sadly at the end have to, to leave the ranch. I guess the summer's done and it's back to, yep. back to um, the real world. But but Bross, he's he's so excited. It's yeah. it's like that moment in the grocery store where he saw that woman. He's just he's full of life because sure. he had his first kiss. Yeah, he was so excited, and he is flying a kite that gets caught in a power line. Yeah, and uh, he goes climbing up to it, and there's some exposed cable. Yeah, and we get an obituary. Yeah. We get another obituary. So another, and this is an interesting one. This is an interesting obituary because it starts before he's dead. It starts as he's flying his kite. Right. So you kind of know what's coming Mm -hmm. and then the kite gets stuck and you get some more words and then he's going to reach for it and you get some more words and it's like, it kind of, it's one of the, one of the most sad ones because it takes you along. You know it's coming. You know it's coming. And they play with you You that hope way, right? that. Maybe it's yeah. not, but you know you it's know coming. You know it's coming and they start it before. Like, they, they start telling you as he's running. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's such a, oh, it's such a great, just how beautiful it was. Yeah. Watching these kids, you know, just live, be able to live freely as children. Yeah. And have these experiences that they'll, will remain with them forever. And then, yeah, just to see... To get to the end of that, that was that was a tough one. That one hurt. Yeah. That one. You know, when For I sure. read this the first time, I'd probably say, I probably probably teared up two or three times yeah. in this book. And this was for sure one of them. Yeah. The Definitely. end of this chapter. Yeah. There's a couple of chapters in here that are hard chapters. And again, I think it depends where what stage you are That's in your true. life, which yeah. ones 
affect you yeah. the most. Uh -huh. um, different ones hit me at different times. Um, but that one kind of always gets you because you always have that memory yeah. of, you know, going to the farm and mm -hmm. being a kid there. And it's like you said, they just have the best time. Like you're yeah. just, you're like, oh, I love being a kid. I learned a little bit about my dad. Yeah. We played hide and seek and I kissed a girl. Like yeah. life is great. I love yeah. it. I love just what's no going on. No worries at all. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and again, we don't really see him get killed. Like his his kite is caught. It's just a hand reaching. Yeah, his kite's caught in the wires, and he's yeah. reaching up, and that's it. But I mean, I, I obviously they wouldn't want to get very graphic with what might have occurred here. So I think it is interesting, though, and a good point that we never see. We still haven't seen. We it. never see someone die. Yeah. So that takes us to the end of book five. Mm -hmm. So. I think this is a good place. Let's just take a quick break. Sounds and, good. Yeah. Uh, maybe gather our thoughts up for the second part. Yeah, and, we're probably uh, running a little long, but we'll come back. Book deserves it. Well, I'll just edit out uh, the majority of the dumb <laughs> things that we've said so far, and we'll be back. That can't down. be anything. Though. That can't be anything, right? <laughs> compress this down to about ten. We've got ten minutes, I think, of good of good. There's uh, for sure ten game minutes. <laughs> you might push twelve, but <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll. Catch you next time.